VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a spectacular day. God, there's a lot of things going on here, right? Um, only two players in NBA history had 40-plus points and 10-plus rebounds in back-to-back NBA Finals. One is Shaq. The other one now is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis had 41, 13, and six assists. So I, I think there's a, it's a bit of a miss. I, this actually really helps me with my argument about LeBron. Um, Byer, let me ask you, because you're a Bucks fan. Do you enjoy watching Giannis play? Yes. Why? Um, I think his athleticism is uh, spectacular. It's amazing. I've really never seen. Uh, I've never seen someone get to the basket like he does. Um, yeah, I, I I do enjoy it. Yeah, where they're playing back and they're forcing him to shoot, and he still and they plant their feet, and he still finds a way to kind of slither around them. Yeah, right. Yeah, just you know the. the Dunks, um, just getting to the basket, being able to maneuver his body, uh, Euro step, all of that. I just, I, yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's pretty amazing. I think it's interesting that, you know, look, I don't believe that Giannis would be able to do this in the nineties, you know, because yeah. remember in the nineties, there was another guy in the lane or maybe two other guys in the lane, like go and watch. There's some footage of Jordan against, 
um, the the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals in his his dominance. He he shot fifty, forty, and ninety. He was incredible. And so many of the shots are mid range pull ups, and they're like, well, you know, we wouldn't shoot mid range pull ups. No, now he would be able to get all the way to the rim because you're putting your center you know, all the way out in the three-point line, or maybe the center setting a ball screen, and there's no power forward there. So it's a completely different game. And I actually think there's a, a lot of similarities in he and Shaq and a lot of similarities in he and LeBron James. LeBron's obviously been a better shooter throughout his career, but LeBron's bread and butter has been he's just bigger, stronger, more athletic, and plays kind of downhill. And the way in which the game is officiated now, those guys get the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure I love watching him play. Uh, I'm it just be. I'm impressed by the athleticism. I'm not sure I love the. I, I it, it's just hard when he's not as skilled. It feels like shooting the basketball as others. Yeah, I I think that and it's funny because I and we talked a little bit about not not this topic, but the fact of does Giannis's reputation change even if they lose this finals. Does he still get the criticism that has, um, you know, been a part of his career over these last two or three years? And I think that the the overwhelming answer for the various people we've asked and, and talking about is, yes, it changes. But I think we're so in love with just guys shooting the ball and what they can do one on one and 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 how far back can you hit threes now it's not just the amount of threes it's how far back can you make those jumpers that getting to the basket on dunks and and easy layups just isn't appealing anymore or isn't appealing to people and it re- it reminds me a little of the NFL Doug where the quarterback and the wide receiver are so now it's just that's what's in vogue in the NFL and the running backs and the running game just aren't appreciated anymore like it was maybe you know, 20 years ago. Um, Gavin, do you enjoy watching Giannis play? I do. I think he does things that we haven't seen in a long time from a big like him. And what Dan was saying, it, it makes me think that Giannis maybe should embrace being like a Derrick Henry and doing what no one else will do instead of trying to learn how to shoot. And, you know, people have clamored for him just to do 17 footers over, you know, three is like just, but maybe just to me, just keep perfecting what you do down low and be more like Shaq, where you're just living in the post down there. So, but uh, yeah, I, I well, absolutely. Well, there's love a, here. So here's the, the. Do you know why you don't play in the post? Please tell me. Well, the game is officiated in a way when you post up, okay, and, and go watch. Remember, they can put. You're not allowed to put a hand on a guy when he's dribbling the basketball anymore, the hand checking, but you can put like a forearm on the guy when, if he turns his back to you, you know, or if he's dribbling, you can use kind of your forearm and occasionally bump with your body. If you're in the low post and you're posting up, you can actually put two hands on a guy without a foul being called out on the floor. If you put two hands on a guy, there's no foul. It's an automatic foul. So the officiating, the way in which the game is, is, it benefits the offense if you play facing up, going downhill. Additionally, if you play outside the three, even if you're not a three-point shooter, and we've seen this a ton with DeAndre Ayton. All right. Um, DeAndre Ayton, you know, it's not like he can shoot threes, but because if he's spaced out on the floor, picking and rolling, now he can run to a rebound. It's almost impossible to box him out. Whereas when you're in the post and you turn around and shoot, there's always a defender between you and the basket. So you're easier to box out. So all the rules and the way in which the game is played, it benefits you far greater now if you're facing up than if you're posting up. It just does. Now, posting up is a great way to actually you play through the post as that guy's a passer more than a scorer. The other part to posting up is, you know, in, in points per possession, you know, the, the most optimal offense is above 0.92 or 0.95, really 1.0. And a post-up shot is a 0.77 shot. One reason is most of the time you're defended. There's a guy between you and the basket. Some of the time it's because they're allowed to be super physical. 
But whatever it is, it's not an efficient shot. So even though you say, and you're right, like back when we were kids, hey, here the biggest guy, longest guy in the court, let's throw it to you in the post and, and you go get us a bucket. The way in which the game is officiated favors these X-Men type of characters. Like that's the only way to describe LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're built like X-Men. Because when they face up, there's nobody in the lane for help. You can't put it, you can't hand check them. And they get all the benefits of getting a running start at you, being able to get an extra half step with a, with a Euro step. And oh yeah, by the way, if they do pass it, they're in great position for a run to rebound. But there is a similarity between him and Shaq, him and LeBron, in that they're just so physically dominant that maybe their skills come around and he's not an unskilled player, but the shooting skill still leaves a lot to be desired. What a difference a game makes. So game three, the Milwaukee had great energy. They pick up full court. They're bouncing. They're hitting shots. They're feeling good about themselves. Complete opposite of game two. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Quick update, Gav. The route from the bathroom to the chair for the studio has not increased. The, the, the distance has not increased. 
but the speed has greatly de- decreased with the uh, with the tearing of my ACL. It's just really, it's a everything is a frustrating day. You feel a lot of understanding and sympathy. Um, do, do you, does it make more sense that Kawhi Leonard didn't want to leave a suite now? Like maybe it would have been so evident that when he was walking around, he was really yes, injured. yes, yes. I, it, it's actually that's a great question. Um, okay, so. I, it still hasn't been reported whether or not Kawhi Leonard completely tore, partially tore, whatever his ACL, if he's having surgery, right? We have, still haven't heard that. They're keeping that very, very quiet. Um, but I can tell you that if one, when you're like, it's like, well, why wasn't he on the bench? Because people, if they bump into you, I don't think you understand how bad that hurts. Okay. So I, I just, this is this real story. What happened yesterday? So, uh, my daughter, Grace, and I, we went and we went up to my mom's and she has a dog. She has a sheepadoodle. I have a sheepadoodle and then a mutt. And so I take them to this. It used to be one of my middle schools. And uh, it's this gigantic field. And on Sundays, nobody's there. Like literally it was hot and nobody was there. And it's where there's little league fields and then there's soccer fields and then just field, field, fields. And it's all fenced in. So once you get inside the fence, you can close the fence and you can just let the dogs run. So we take them over there and they're running and we're talking and whatever. And I'm walking and I'm fine. And I step on top of one of those plastic. It's like a covering, not not the sprinkler cover, but what is that called? Where the knobs are for the sprinklers. You know, there's like a plastic thing that covers the top of them. And then if you open up the plastic, there's like three knobs. You want to turn on sprinklers. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I stepped on that. I have never felt pain like that in my life. Like it was terrible. It was, it, it was terrible. And I went down in a heap and I dropped a bump of Jeff bombs and <laughs> Grace, my daughter's like, dad, you can't say all those F bombs in public. I was like, Grace, I, I have a torn ACL and I just did not see something and it hurts so bad. You have to understand how bad it hurts. Anyway, I'm just guessing here. Yeah. I mean, if you're Kawhi Leonard and you're up in the, the box, you don't have to, once you're seated, you're fine, but getting up and sitting down, not fine. And then like, why isn't he around the team? You get somebody bumps into you and they just forget for a second and they come up and grab you. It's just, it's a pain. Like you haven't felt before in your life and you don't, you don't want to hurt the rest of your knee. Like I'm really lucky. I didn't, you can break the top of your, uh, is that fibula? Yeah. You can break the top of your fibula. You can break your kneecap. You can get meniscal tear. Remember, because all the ACL does is kind of keeps everything in sort of place, right? The other things, they, they got their own jobs. Yes, John Ramos. I was just going to say, why do you think they would, why doesn't anybody want to say, is it like, is it none of our business if he tore his ACL or MCL, whatever? Is it just something, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why it's such a big secret. Like, is there some sort of like, under, like, is he going to lose, I, I can't understand why they just can't say Torn ACL, he's going to have surgery, and we'll see him next season. Like, I don't understand. Or not. It just baffles my mind while it's so secretive. I don't, I don't get Maybe it. Maybe they don't know if it's if fully torn or partially torn. Okay, so it's a medical thing. Like, they just don't know. Therefore, there's no information. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's a great, I mean, that's a very valid answer. I haven't seen that answer anywhere, but so th- thank you for giving it to me. Um. Okay, so let's. Did so you guys, Ramos? You didn't watch the fight, Gavin? Did no. you watch the fight? I did watch the fight. I did too, and Bayer did not watch the fight either. Okay, so this is not to chastise you guys. Every time I pay for a fight, I'm like, eh, okay, <laughs> right? Okay, and I love the ESPN Plus thing. Like, oh, did you have your ESPN Plus subscription? I do. Okay, now you got to pay for the fight too. Like, what, what the plus plus. Plus plus, wait, what? Plus, I did plus plus uh, Black Widow on Friday, so there you go. How is Black Widow? It was good. Yeah, had fun. The kids had fun. You know, it was, that, it was, you watched on Disney Plus. We did. Yeah, I have. And a, you have to pay an additional in addition yes, to Disney Plus. So it was thirty dollars, and then the you already pay the monthly fee for Disney Plus. But the kids loved it. Like they were like, Dad, let's get Black Widow. So I'm like. No, I don't want to pay thirty bucks more. It sounds kind of bad, so I'm like, well, yeah. we had we had we had that discussion with uh, Harper. She wants to. I was like, let's go see Black Widow tonight. She's like, I don't want to go to the theater. We can watch it on Disney Plus. But now, if I say like, hey, it's thirty bucks on Disney Plus, or I mean, it's probably thirty bucks in the movie theater, probably. I, and you get it for like, you could still watch it for the next, I think, month and a half or something like that. I'm not going to watch it for the next month and a half. Okay. 
Oh my god, I love Black Widow so much. I'm gonna go watch it again like five times. I'm just saying, like you'd have to go back to the movies again and pay again, right? So here you just yeah, but it's a movie experience. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, I'm with you. I love being in the movie theater with people. I'm just saying, for right now, it was fine. That's what I'm saying. No, I I I got I got you. I got you. Uh, John Paul Morosi in a second. Did you see what what Connor tweeted? Was it tweeted or IG'd out afterwards that you need? It was the uh, it was the Scarface line. You need people like me. <laughs> I think it was Instagram. It was Instagram. You need you. Do you know the Scarface line? Have you guys seen Scarface? Yes. Yeah. You know, because the most famous line from Scarface is "Say hello to my little friend." Nailed it. Yeah, Scarface is a terrible movie. Sorry, <laughs> just to tell you, it is a terrible movie. It's terrible, terrible. Al Pacino is not good as a Cuban drug lord. Like he's just not. Um, but I mean, whatever, you know, like again, as those, uh, it's just, it's not a great movie. I much prefer about 15 other ones in the, that are the same genre, but I actually do think we need, okay. So let me, let me draw a quick parallel and buyer, see if you can stick with me on this. Are you, and I want, I want your honest answer. Are you legitimately excited about the Olympics? No, not really. Why? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's because of the the non fans. I don't know if it's just because of. I still feel like we're living in the pandemic world. I don't know if I'm exhausted from everything else, but yeah, just am, I am not. I'm not as excited. Not that I would get you know overly excited. I like the Winter Olympics a lot more than the Summer Olympics, but I, yeah, I'm not. I'm Why not, do you like what? What are the winter livings you like? The hockey? Yeah, I, I like hockey. I, I actually like the the stuff like speed skating. I think that that's that's fun to watch. Um, luge, bobsled, that stuff. Uh, yeah, skiing. I think that's. I think it's all. Now I wouldn't watch a, you know, a downhill event on a random Saturday. You're not. Gonna, you're not gonna watch the moguls. So you're gonna be like, man, I like the no. Moguls. But I even think that that's neat. Like, I mean, I just it, it's the uniqueness, and then that being the. Top of the line, like I'll watch the you know hundred, you know hundred meters and two hundred meters in track and field. Swimming to me goes on way too long. I mean, it's just event after event after event, and it's the same. You know, it's just oh, instead of going down, you know, back and forth twice, they go back four times. It's yeah, I'm just not Can, a huge fan. Uh, Gavin, you are you into the? Are you in? I just I will never be more of an Olympic fan than I was in 2008. The, the Beijing Olympics with the Michael Phelps eight golds, I that was peak. I love the swimming because we're really good at it. That's why I like the Olympics. I like the stuff we're good at. Um, I am excited, but no, it's not not to the extent of years past. And the the non fans does have an impact. Okay, here here's my hypothesis on it. Okay, we don't have a foil. We don't have a foil. We don't have a rival. All right. Who's who's our rival? Who's our rival? Who is our foil? Who's the some somebody or something that presents us prevents Russia. us from succeeding? But but like <laughs> they're was, not in it. They're so. not in it. They're not allowed to participate because they cheated, and they're not really rivals anymore, right? Like not in the good stuff. Yeah, they're not rivals in track and field or whatever. Like we don't we don't have a rival, so. And we don't have somebody we legit don't like, you know. I never I, liked the 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 thing where the Chinese gymnasts were cheating about their age. Do you remember that story? A few a years might have been two thousand eight. Yeah, that was a big thing. I, I didn't like that. That these you would see these girls go up there and they're like seven years old and they were clearly lying, but it was in their country and they were able to get away with it. I will I will also say I think there's a transition of athletes that we aren't familiar with. There is no more Michael Phelps. There is no more Usain Bolt. And while Simone Biles is there, she's gonna win. Like she's, like there's pretty much no way that she can't win gold for how difficult, you know, her floor routine is and what she's going to do. So I think of those names that we're missing, we're missing the Phelps and the Bolts. Yes, but we 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 learn of the Phelps and the Bolts at the Olympics. Sure, but it's but they've gone they've been there for a long time. And it's okay, well, been, and, and maybe now is the reset. Maybe now is the new athletes that we will follow fair. for the next three or four years. That, that's fair. Maybe that was what Shakira Richardson was 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 going to be before she got sus- suspended, so she'd missed the hundred, and they didn't pick her up for the the relays. My bigger point was like 
we're all saying Connor's done. He's not because we need that. Now I don't that he does have to come back and win. He's going to have to come back and win a couple fights before we stick him back in there. I think with Poirier, you know, I just, he's going to, cause he was going to lose that fight and he's reached that point where it's a lot more of a circus than there is in regards to like, even the, as much as the, the trash talk at the press conferences was not something you would ever say uh, in public previously. Now it's reached the point to where I, now we're, you know, you're talking about killing dudes and wives sliding into DMS and whatever. Now we're getting kind of past the point of no return. Um, but we do need that foil. We need, if you want sports to be good, you need somebody to hate. You need a rival, you know, or you need somebody who you want to see lose. Like, I think most people who bought that fight, myself included, were, I'd, I want to see Connor get his ass kicked and watching him break his ankle even better. <laughs> right? Like he was getting his ass kicked. I wish it would have been a submission and a broken ankle. Like that would have been cool. As long as he's fine, like goes home to his wife and kids. Cool. I think I think the sport still needs a Conor McGregor. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, John Paul Morosi joins us. JP, how big is, is Shohei Otani hitting in the Derby tonight, starting pitcher tomorrow, and playing in the field, and playing the field tomorrow? Well, Doug, good afternoon, and I think that exactly what we heard Kevin Cash saying in that update is how baseball fans feel. This is what we want to see. He is the greatest show in the baseball world right now, one of the great shows in the sports world right now. And for me, any way that we can get him in front of fans doing what he does best, showing this incredible two-way talent, is great for the game. And there could have been an argument, uh, and I think that when you consider – how he could have been deployed, there could have been an argument that it might have been easiest to play him in the middle of the game. But obviously, once he was voted as a DH, uh, I, I think you had to start him in, as, as both the DH and the pitcher, if you will, hitting for himself. And then you figure out the, the various machinations of, of hitting for people down, down the line and, and probably losing your, your DH at that point. So it, it's going to be a, an interesting way for Kevin Cash to manage the game. But I love what Kevin said, and it was very authentic. This is what we all want to see. It's what we're going to see, and I can't wait. Um, I'm sure you've heard the Stephen A. Smith uh, quote by now. I, I don't actually think it's as it's as bad as it will be. Once the game of telephone will will make it worse, even when you watch the cut. But the idea is, and it's a, it's a legit question: Do you think the fact that he's not American? He's not an, he doesn't speak English. He speaks through an interpreter. Do you think that takes away from what he's doing in the sport? No, I don't at all. I, I disagree with what Stephen said uh, in every possible way. Uh, I, I look at the way Shohei presents himself. And, and first of all, he's a global star, a global sports icon. And for me, as, as a baseball fan, and I, I've had the honor of interviewing Shohei actually before he even got to the – to Major League Baseball, I interviewed him a, a year before he arrived at the Angels, and he was incredibly engaging. The interaction was was rich. There was a lot of storytelling that he offered. Uh, yes, it was through an interpreter, but I, I came away from that conversation feeling as though I had a really good understanding of what he is all about. And so, for me, I I really I really disagree with what Stephen said from a standpoint of not being able to market someone if. if English is not their first language, or if they're using an interpreter, I, I just disagree with it. And, and I think that the game, in its best nature, you, you think about what we have as, as, and I love soccer as well, the fact that you have all these different diverse languages and cultures represented, the, the fact that Portuguese is Ronaldo's first language, or that Port, Portuguese is Neymar's first language, doesn't in any way inhibit my appreciation for their game. Same with Messi and Spanish. I just I don't understand why why that is an issue for, for people from a standpoint of marketing. Uh, he he is a brilliant player. He you see him with with a smile on his face all the time. You can see him in the dugout interacting with his teammates. And by the way, we should never confuse what language is being presented to the public always right. as what the language is that the, that the player great, is using in his own clubhouse dugout environment. 
John, I, as you do the great work you do for Fox this week, I hope you will continue to point that out. And, and what I think you're saying, you tell me if I'm wrong, is I'm sure he probably knows English phrases and probably speaks. But when you're doing an interview, like you want to make sure that everything is comes out as you intended to come out. And if you're, you're not comfortable with the language, then don't do it because there's nuances to English that you just don't get when you're learning the language and you know phrases from being around the guys. And I'm, I'm, tell, I'm just telling you from personal experience, like I learned to speak Russian while playing in Russia and in the locker room, like it was, it was mostly English and then they would be speaking Russian. And, you know, like if they spoke slow enough, I could understand them. And I just one time I did a little Q&A after we won a championship. I tried to do it in Russian. And my my second answer just did not come across to make any sense to anybody. And yet in my own head, I, I was like, I said this, this and this. And like, yeah, that's not really how it works in terms of sentence structure with, us, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I right. that's what you're saying, right? It's like like the idea he doesn't speak English. Like, no, 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 you don't know that. I'm guessing he does speak English. He's just not comfortable speaking English in an interview because he don't want to say something stupid in a language that he's not very, very comfortable in. Correct. And in fact, to, 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 very, to very literally correct the, and update the record here, he speaks, from what I can understand, English with his teammates, and he also speaks Spanish with his teammates. Just like Ichiro it can have a basic conversation and even more nuanced than that in English and in Spanish with his teammates. I mean, baseball, and, and baseball is a universal language, and, and I've spent, certainly not in the last couple of years because of the different rules, but I spent a lot of time in clubhouses, and I have learned Spanish largely by being in those clubhouses and speaking with Spanish-speaking players who have been incredibly gracious to me. And, and from my perspective, I, I, I look at it a couple of different ways. There's, there's the fan aspect and there's the journalist aspect. The fan aspect is it's important for us as we learn about our favorite athletes to sort of understand their life story, their cultural story. To your point about Russia, I think about growing up in Michigan in the 1990s, the Russian Five were this dominant force on the Red Wings. And so to understand Fedorov and Konstantinov and Fetisov and Larionov and Kozlov, there was a little bit of understanding of, okay, this is Russian culture. It's different from how we grew up. Let's appreciate that, that difference and, and learn about it. In the same way that I, I find um, for us to learn about a Japanese player or a Dominican player, it's just learning about their culture and appreciating all that they are. It doesn't have to be in the same language for us to get it. And, and I think on a professional aspect, I, I, I will say this, that I've, I've taken it as a real responsibility for myself to learn Spanish. And to your point, the thing that I always am in greatest fear of and where I'm right on the borderline of being able to do it all the time, I can do it most of the time, but not all the time. I'll be honest. I feel 100% comfortable asking my questions to players in Spanish where I get – Nervous, and I'll be honest, like I'm nervous on live television when I have to translate their answers back and do it right. I am, I am fully capable of saying the wrong thing in English or in Spanish, but I never, ever, ever want to get someone else's words wrong. And that is where, when I'm feeling most anxious on the air, to be honest with you, Doug, it's when I am listening to a player's Spanish words and trying to listen to the producer in my ear and the Spanish words and keep it all straight in my head and then pray that when it comes out, it's correct. And, and that is what I believe is important for me to do as a journalist. And that, I'm only speaking for myself there, but that's the, the standard that I hold myself to when I'm on the field interviewing a player. Can we all just tell the truth? This, it's like the Trout conversation. We had this Trout conversation like two years ago at the All-Star Game. Like, well, why won't he market himself better? Like, he's an angel. They're not any good. They draw four million people, and they're a nice little quiet team in, you know, in the shadow of the Dodgers. I'm an Angel fan. I'm going to tell you the reality of it, but he's an angel. This is part of being an Angel is no matter how much you shout the mountaintops, like it's kind of uh, it's, it's a little bit of the witness protection program. Well, and, and that, that's exactly right. And, and, and I think, Doug, that you're, you're right on that when you consider that organization, whether it's Rendon, whether it's Trout, uh, their best players have not been transcendent crossover pop culture icons in our country. And in fact, very few baseball players are. I, I think that, that, Doug, this is a natural time of year to, to review where we're at as a sport, and I, and I understand that from the All-Star Game perspective. 
But I also think we have to realize that baseball and, and following a team, following players, it's just not the same as football. Okay. Everybody in this country knows Tom Brady, knows Aaron Rodgers, has strong opinions about them. Baseball is simply not that way. And I, and I think for one of the things that I look at, and I'm not always someone that's always going to defend baseball 100% of the time, but when you look at the, the product, I realize we have some issues with pace of play, et cetera. But the young talent, Doug, whether it's Otani, Tatis, Vlad, Acuna, let's hope he heals up, obviously, and is ready for next year. Juan Soto. I mean, I just named five players who could be in the Hall of Fame, and they're all under 25. I, I, like, if you love the game and you watch Vlad hit and yeah. you don't smile, I, I don't know how to help you. Because, I mean, they, they do it, and they're all brilliant in their own ways. Um, what are the Yankees going to do? It's a great question, Doug. I think that I can tell you what they should do is they should seriously consider selling, and they should seriously consider selling Aaron Judge. Because if this was any other team, and they were playing the way they're playing, and they had a player who was one and a half years away from free agency, there would be serious trade rumblings right now about Aaron Judge. There might be anyway, but the Yankees have to play this game where they say, well, you know, we're still in it. But if you talk to a Yankee fan... Doug, who's watched this team play all season long, ask them, does this remind you of one of your World Series championship teams? The answer is going to be no. And if that's the case, you should seriously consider trading Aaron Judge. Yes, but the, the, extra, the extra, extra wild card games, that it gives people false hope. And we've seen teams in the past. And they're sitting there and they're like, you know, look, we still have a positive run differential, and this is as bad as it gets, and we're still, you know, we're still right there, right? They, they're gonna, they're gonna fool themselves into sticking around in this thing. They may, and the Blue Jays obviously are the third place team. That, that's where it gets interesting, Doug, because at the moment they've got three teams that I believe are better than them, not just based on record, but the way they play. The Blue Jays have a better, more consistent lineup, and of course, the Rays and Red Sox have played much better baseball. Than the Yankees have. So when you take it all into consideration, if you're and if you end up being a fourth place team at the deadline, I find it very very difficult. Unless you're adding a multi year piece, Doug, I find it very difficult for the Yankees to rationalize being a buying team. I know they lost three or four to the Marlins, but before that, they had a, an incredible win streak. They've been they've been kind of all over the place. Um, but then they put out 20, 22 runs against, the, and the Diamondbacks suck. And they, they did lose one, but uh, state of the Dodgers, the defending champs at 56 and 35, they're, they're a weird team in that they've had these awful losing streaks and then overall dominance. Uh, where are the Dodgers as we're in the break? Well, it's a great point, Doug, and obviously they've had a lot of uh, issues to deal with of late injuries and otherwise, of course, but I, I think that when you consider their club, the amount of time they've been without some core players or guys that have played through injuries, or just not been themselves, Mookie being one of them. Right. I, I think they're probably fortunate to be where they are, and yet you look at this team, and if, if Bellinger is himself in the second half, if Seager comes back 100% in the second half, that's, I mean, you like this lineup. This is a very, very good lineup. Pitching is going to be a question. We have to see. I think Kershaw's status, Doug, as we get to the second half and the days ahead is going to be a really important story to watch for everybody in baseball with Clayton and how soon he's going to come back. Awesome stuff. JP, enjoy the All-Star Game. We love your work and your perspective. Thanks so much for joining us. Doug, always enjoy the conversation, my friend. Uh, Looking forward to the next one, and uh, happy summer. It's a great time of year. Thanks. Thanks. John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL Draft? quarterbacks coaches well i talk about it all on the show i used to work for andy reed as a scout now i give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the nfl and you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year round listen to the three and out podcast with me john middlecoff on the iheart radio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders vr training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career the beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need explore more stories like alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact 
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We'll get you the stories of the day. I give you the opinions that matter. It's called the press. Dan it, Beyer. It's a combo game time in press. All right. Who, who do you think, Doug, uh, from the National League is going to weigh in on Otani starting uh, the all-star game on Tuesday. Can you guess what National League player or manager may weigh in on the decision to uh to start Shohei Otani? What manager? Yeah, what National, National League? League, yeah. Manager? Yeah. Uh, Dave Roberts? Ah, that is correct. So you won game time in the press today. Do you think it was possible for him to be able to do both at the same time the way he's doing it right now? Well, uh, we did. Um, we wanted him. <laughs> he, he didn't, so did he we. Didn't, he didn't pick so us. Did we. <laughs> um, so we did, uh, but until you know, uh, you don't. And so to see it kind of play out like it has, we're all fans of baseball, and to see something that really hasn't been done in generations is uh, where, in my opinion, it's the best talent ever ever in baseball, one through 850 or whatever, and for him to be this marquee player, it's, it's remarkable. So there was Dave Roberts weighing in on Shohei Otani today. Like Dave Roberts, didn't know what else you could say. I mean, he said everything right there, right? Yes. But- He's the he's the National League manager, so yes, there there it was. Just uh, we won't play any more games, but I will tell you this: on the Smartless podcast, LeBron James says, "quote 
Well, let me start this again. Says he, quote, truly hopes that I can finish my career with the Lakers, end quote. I wanted to make sure I didn't mess up LeBron's words, but saying, yeah, he wants to finish his career with the Lakers, whether it's four, five, six, or seven years, it's what he wants to do. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, where, where was he going? These people are like he was going somewhere. It's like, where is he going? His kids are in school. Once your kids are in school, moving is really, really hard. Sure. Yeah, I, I always wondered if there would be one last hurrah in Cleveland, like one final season, but maybe his, his life seems to now have just taken off in a different different part in, in Southern California. Agreed. Especially with yeah with, with all of his, his kids. With the kids. 2015 Open champion Zach Johnson won't play in this week's Open Championship at Royal St. George's after testing positive for COVID-19. Hideki Matsuyama, remember a week ago, tested positive. He's not going to play. Bubba Watson was a close contact of someone. He is not going to play. So some familiar names that we're used to seeing will not be teeing it up this week at Royal St. George's. Um, and obviously no Tiger Woods. No Tiger no. Woods. What Correct. about Lefty? What about Phil, Phil Yep, Nicholson? he'll be there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Wearing shorts today as he was uh, going around the practice round. I believe it was today with Bryson DeChambeau. So they are getting ready. That's one of the great things. We talk about viewing, Doug, on the, the West Coast, how football's great because it starts at 10 a.m. on Sundays and college football like 9 a.m. It's, it's awesome. The Open Championship actually for us starts at 10.30 Wednesday night. So if you stay up late enough, Golf Channel ends up carrying it like from the opening tee shot, so you can actually start watching it on Wednesday night. I love that. Yeah, I think it's it's great. Uh, some sad news to pass along in the world of wrestling. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff passed away at the age of 71. Uh, Were you a Mr. Wonderful guy? Uh, I mean, I that was back when I did watch wrestling. Yes. Right? Uh, wasn't he a football player? I don't know. You know, I know Macho Man was a baseball player. I, I do know that, but I'm not sure if Paul Orndorff was... He was 71, so maybe a 60 or 70. Yeah. Yeah, he was a. In the uh, 60s or 70s. He played at the University or, of Tampa before being selected okay. by the Saints. He didn't pass a physical, never played in the NFL. That seems like a BS story right there. I didn't pass a physical, or you weren't Gordon Huff. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, 71's a little early. Hmm. A little, a little, a little yeah. early for my taste. But uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people with the as you said, you watched wrestling back then, and I think a lot of people feeling the the same way uh, as you do. And looking back, Tampa Bay Lightning celebrating their Stanley Cup championship today with a parade. Champa Bay is what they're calling it. Yes. Well, they also <laughs> I I saw the the cup on a jet ski. Tampa's got this victory parade thing pretty down. I will say though, what happens if if the Bucks win and then the Packers win? Will they be Champa Bay? Um, no, I don't think because, so. I, yeah, I know. Like you want to combine, you know, Milwaukee and Green Bay, or but they're they will not have a boat celebration no. in Green Bay if they win the Super Bowl. You, you could, you could, you could, uh, you could go down. Uh, you know, you could go through a river in Milwaukee if you wanted to, but they're not going to go be cruising on the shores of Lake Michigan. That will not be happening. No, nope. the Bucks and Packers. No, win. it'll be Summerfest. Summerfest, I think, will be a great. Yes, celebration. yes, and that's the press. And that's the, and press, that's the press and game time. And, that, and that's the press and, and that's game the time press and whatever. The press and combo the press. game time. Who wins the home run derby tonight there, uh, Ramos? Pick one. I like uh, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Oh, I'm sorry, not Josh Donaldson. Pete Alonzo. <laughs> I meant to say Pete Alonzo from the Mets. Sorry. I was going to say, is Josh, Lon- Josh <laughs> Donaldson even in this that come out? That was, that was interesting. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like I know who Gavin's going to pick. Yeah, and look, it's in Colorado too, right? Yeah, so easiest place to hit a hit a homer. So. Well, Otani. it's a it's a bigger park than others, but yes, the ball does it. it the ball does travel better in in altitude. What about you, there, Bayer? You gonna pick somebody? Uh, give me uh, give me Trevor Story, the hometown boy. Trevor Story, who joined us last week, the hometown boy. I'm gonna take Otani as well. I think it just adds can the I- story. You can make a chip. Ch- Gallo, Doug- then give me Gallo. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
All State wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply